This is Living on Earth. I'm Steve Kerwood, here to ask for your help. We're facing a $110,000 gap as we end our fiscal year, and if you pitch in, I know we can close it. Details are on our website, LOE.org, or call us at 617-629-3638. Thank you. From the Jennifer and Ted Stanley Studios in Somerville, Massachusetts, it's Living on Earth. I'm Bruce Kellerman. Earlier this month, members of the Penobscot tribe held a ritual honor dance on the banks of the Penobscot River in Maine. The ceremony helped mark the destruction of the Great Works Dam. It was built 125 years ago and over time helped turn the Penobscot, the second largest river in New England, into one of the most endangered rivers in the nation. U.S. Interior Secretary Ken Salazar was on hand as wrecking crews started to take the dam down. All right, so this historic moment on the Penobscot River, this great example for Maine and for the United States of America has finally come. Dismantling the Great Works Dam is a $62 million project led by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. John Katina is NOAA's Northeast Regional Supervisor for Restoration. Well, there's multiple benefits. Um, Getting um, fish back up into their grounds where they can reproduce, it's a basic fact that fish that migrate from the ocean into these rivers need to get to their spawning grounds to reproduce and live out their life cycle. And so that is the, the basic benefit of these projects is to get these fish back to their spawning grounds, allow them to reproduce, repopulate the rivers. That leads to a whole cascading effect of feeding other birds that prey on, on these kinds of fish, certainly allowing fishermen to get out on the river again and, and fish for these species and get back out into the ocean. These fish historically were prey to a cod, haddock, bluefish, tuna, any number of different species. And so as we attempt to populate these rivers with these dam removal projects, it has benefits out into the ocean uh, very significantly. I guess not too long ago, the, there were about uh, 3,100 salmon that were making the way down the river. To- just, uh, just last year, in fact, there was a record year for salmon returns. They're typically on the Penobscot, maybe on the order of 1,000 to 1,500. And 125 years ago before this dam was built? You know? Well, numbers uh, that are thrown around are about 100,000. You know, do we know that for a fact? Uh, you know, it's tough to say. I understand that on one of the rivers, the, the Kennebuck in Maine, they went from zero alewife, little tiny fish, to three million. Yeah, the Kennebec River uh, is, a, is a great success story. The first dam that was removed on that system is the, um, the Edwards Dam, came down in 1999. And you're correct, there were no alewives that were running in that river at the time. The state of Maine was very aggressive in trying to repopulate that river by stocking, taking alewives from other locations in the state, putting them in those uh, ponds upstream, that allowed to get a jump start on the population, and um, the population has just taken off like a rocket. So it's uh, we're now yeah we're now at about three million fish in that river. I know that finally a thousand dams had come down in the United States over the last century. Yeah, uh, there are like sixty six thousand dams in the United States. Yeah, it's been terrific because we've we've really built a lot of momentum. The community that's interested in dam removal over the last five to ten years uh, really has seen um, these projects grow tremendously. There's been interest on the part of the public, on the part of the Congress, on the part of the agencies. And it's not only the benefits that we care about uh, at our agency, that is the fisheries benefits, but oftentimes these are, these are local liabilities to communities. They are uh, safety hazards. They are uh, financial liabilities because they're in disrepair. They've been sitting there for 100 years. They're no longer in use. Now, we, we've talked a lot about Penobscot, which are hydroelectric facilities, but most of the projects that we work on are old mill dams. 
So where are these dams coming down? East coast, west coast, middle of the country? Well, it's really all over the country. Um, my area of focus is in the northeastern United States uh, from Maine to Virginia. And because of the number of dams, the Industrial Revolution in our part of the country here, there are just thousands of opportunities. So there is a concentration, certainly, of dams coming down in the northeast. And then I'd say in the northwestern United States is probably the other sort of hotspot for dam removals. Yeah, last year, I guess the biggest dam of all came down, the Elwha River. Elwha Dam, right. What's curious is that while we're taking down our dams or want to take down many of the dams that we have over these many centuries, countries that are developing are building dams. I'm thinking of the Belamache Dam in Brazil and the other dams. They've got scores of dams. Yeah, China and Brazil in particular are going very strong in looking at hydroelectric production and and other uses for dams. And um, you're right. Our country went through it a long time ago, and, and those countries as a means of development are, are looking at the same type of issue. And I, and I just uh, hope that uh, they're taking into account the kinds of lessons that we've learned here and taking into account fish passage needs. So if we have something like 66,000 river dams in the United States and we've only removed 1,000 over the last 100 years, how many dams do you think should come down? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I don't think we've quantified that we are going through an effort to really look throughout our, our region of the United States in the Northeast from Maine to Virginia to identify the most critical rivers for the benefit of the species that we care about and really start working and attacking those priority watersheds. But it's certainly in the thousands that need to be coming down to help really get the populations back where they need to be. So this is a long-term effort. Um, it's really just starting. It's Again, it's been in the last five to 10 years when things have started to pick up. We took a couple hundred years to make these problems, so it's, it's going to take some time to resolve them. John Katina is Northeast Regional Supervisor for Restoration with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. John, thank you for coming in. Oh, you're welcome. It's excellent.